podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Um, okay, let me just get my thing going. I always like to get my things going. That's what you call a fluffer. Uh, I had a friend who uh, somebody said, told him at work, like, you need to fluff the client. And he, like, immediately, like, group nope. chatted and was like, I, he's like, clearly this guy's so old, he has no idea what this means. But, like, I'm not going to do that. But also, like, the meaning, whatever the meaning was intended was very, very similar to whatever the meaning is uh, conventionally known as. Welcome to the Touchlines and Touchdowns podcast, the world's first and therefore greatest football football mashup podcast. A, I don't know, inconsistent version of the Touchline Media Group because, again, I don't remember the last time we had a Monday episode. It was it was like a month ago. I think we're maybe like just like once a week in the off season. Is is that possible? That like that seems to work out. That's yeah, it seems to work out best for everybody. Like it's it's an interesting thing. Like we've just like sort of like well, there's no football to talk about so we're just not gonna do anything and like fair how dare you the xfl is currently on you're right the xfl is currently on ben denucci uh aj mccarran i I can't believe he went back wasn't he like maybe i'm confused i confuse aj mccarran with like all of the other mid-tier sec quarterbacks from that as well you should yeah but i thought he was cooper bateman they're all the same guy Aaron Murray. Aaron no, Murray that, definitely has a. A- Aaron Murray was a Georgia because remember, I said SEC quarterback, not oh. Alabama. Okay, because most of them, I do know where AJ went, and I do know where Aaron Murray went. But a lot of them, I just recognize as that's an SEC guy. I could not tell you where he went. I mean, to be to be fair, like all of those guys are sort of like, I whatever the like replacement level player is in VORP. I feel like it's that guy. Yeah. They're, they're all the like third string or like the top practice quarterback practice uh, squad quarterback for an NFL team. Or they're the guys like AJ McCarron who are kind of shuffling back and forth between, you know, like NFL expanded rosters and USFL, XFL, pick your made up second league. Right. Um, okay. Well, uh, in, in all of that, uh, with, with all of that sort of under our belt, um, I guess we should talk about soccer, uh, I guess. Um, do you want to, do you want, do you no. want a few minutes to I mean, kind of work some things out? So I, we're, we're recording this an hour after Tottenham got bounced from the Champions League. Um, and like, it's a funny thing with Tottenham, um, because like Is I'm it? used to, I'm used to rooting for teams that don't win shit, right? Like I'm a Michigan state football fan. I'm a Detroit Pistons basketball fan. I'm a Detroit Tigers baseball fan. Um, But like Michigan state football outside of like a few people, like everybody's more or less like, okay, like ceiling is big 10 championship. That's sort of enough. Every three years, you know, you should win 10 games. Fine. Um, 
like a reasonable aspect. But with like Tottenham, like there's literally, literally no reason that they can't compete for stuff. They just don't. And like, it's not my money, right? Like I'm not going to tell other people how to spend their money, but like, man, it sure would be cool if this team didn't suck so bad. I mean, that is basically being, I don't know if Michigan stage is the right uh, analogy here because we're just now getting into the NIL area era. So it's kind of like changing the landscape and everything, but that is essentially what it is like to be a Detroit Tigers fan. You have the money to compete. You can afford these guys. You choose not to spend that. And that's on you. Right. Yeah. No, no, it's the Tigers. Um, and it's like, we, we got really close a couple of times in the, you know, early to mid 2000, 2010s. Yep. Um, and there was a lot of good, really good players who are like the equivalent of hall of famers. Um, you know, best midfielder of his generation, best starting pitcher of his generation. Yes. Fuck you, Clayton Kershaw. I'm not doing this. Um, you know, all time great, uh, with, uh, you know, a really, really serious golfing hobby. Um, Max <laughs> and Gareth. Um, I was actually going to say that was Justin Verlander and Max Scherzer might have uh, an argument for best pitcher of his generation. Just took him a second to get to get geared up. I, I guess it like like to be yeah. I, I guess you could make an argument for Scherzer, Scherzer baby, um, Scherzer baby. Yeah, I'd have to look at it closer. I think that they're kind of both. Uh, I think they both have probably have legitimate arguments. I just. I really enjoy Scherzer because I think that he is legitimately insane. Oh yeah, all, he all is the, a nutcase. Well, green eyes a nutcase, blue eyes a very nice guy. Right, that's <laughs> yes. With hair, incredibly nice. Without hair, absolute psycho. Right, and like that's not that's not what you want. Um, but like I I think like for me, I'm not even disappointed. Like that's the worst part is that like I can tell when I'm out on a team. When I'm like, I'm not even like, it doesn't even bother me anymore. And like, like last year's Michigan State team, I noticed yeah, that, that easy. like, I noticed that like probably midway through the Minnesota game, because the Washington game, you were like, okay, Michael Penix, blah, 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 West Coast trip, it happens. They came back at the end to make it look close. Okay, great. And then, you know, you get steamrolled by Minnesota and you're like, oh, okay, you can't hurt me anymore this year. Great. Yep, that was that. I, I very much appreciate them getting steamrolled by Minnesota because that was a very clear it's, indicator that I can check out. Yeah, like it saved us all a lot of time, which is nice. Um, yeah. but like, and like Tottenham, like I think, like I'm just sort of checked out on this year. Like, I'd really like for them to be in the Champions League, but like, I don't think that there's any reason to bring back Conte, and I think that po- Pochettino will come back regardless. So, like, I don't know, like that. I don't think the coaching is the issue. It's not. That's yeah. like my point is that like none, none of none of going to or not going to Champions League is going to make a difference because it's not a, a lack of money. It's just a refusal to spend said money and like or spend money in a competent way. Like you look at the team and you're like, well, that's now you're just getting greedy. Right. Competence. Um, I'm mean, like. Like, that's the thing is that it's like, they do go out and get players, but they're like, let's go out and get a 33-year-old left wing back who used to be a left winger. And it's like, oh my gosh, I'm shocked that Ivan Perisic sucks. Like, I, I don't know. Like, oh, let's go out and get a, a a right wing back from Benfica who, you know, is questionably capable of playing in this league. Like, great. 
Pedro Paro. Awesome. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, let's go out and get Christian Romero, who's great, except that he gets a red card, you know, every third game, which is like a problem given that you get banned for well, two of them. Yeah, that's the bigger. I, I personally enjoy him. Uh, but yeah, when you're only playing one out of every, or I guess three out of every six games, that's a bit of an issue. And like, you know, I'm, I'm being hyperbolic, but like, it, it, it's a big problem. Um, and like, I, I guess like the problem is, is that it's like, you know, they talk about the big six in the Premier League, right? Like there's like a top six teams. And it's like, I, I don't know. Maybe there's a top five plus one. Yeah, know? but the top six has always been a connotation of the ability to spend, right? More or less, but I, I think it's like... So uh, Tottenham is kind of, you know, foregoing that right. And I think that, honestly, Newcastle might kind of be sliding in there just because yeah, if we're talking about, money. like, a, yeah, abilities to spend money. And I guess now that we're talking through this, that's kind of, uh, I guess that's why coaching is important because when you're talking about, you know, spending money competently, you don't just necessarily want, this isn't, you know, FIFA FUT foot or whatever. You don't want to just go out and get the best players. You want to get players that can fit into a system and can fit into your coach's system. So I guess it is kind of important insofar that you need like, Assistant coaching presence in order to build up a team around it, but I, that's about it. Like, I, if Conti signed off on those signings, then yeah, he should be gone. There's, you know, like you're saying, these are there are very clear red flags as to why some of these things aren't working. You can't be surprised when the red flags turned out to be the reason why this doesn't work. And like they they have gotten guys that Conte wants, and like they've they've but like you know you go out and you get guys that Conte wants, and it's like okay, um, you know, they suck, and it's like and and you go out and get guys, and he doesn't play them, right? Like yeah. you know, Dan Juma hasn't played for three games. Um, I guess Bentinker is hurt, but like you know, even when he plays those players, they suck. Um, you've got injuries, but everybody does. And like, you should sure. be deep enough that you can withstand them. Like, like, look, right. we talk about this in, in college football where I'm like, where I've said many times, like Michigan state is not a team that can deal with injuries and they never will be really right. Like their top 22, call it top, top 30 um, can probably hang with most teams, top 30, but their 31 through 80 are not even close with the elite. Um, right. And Tottenham should be amongst the elite with their, you know, in, for this, it's like 16 through 30. As you know, right. I, I think like, I, I don't know many people who would say like, oh, Tottenham's top 15 isn't as good as anybody else's. I mean, Manchester City and Madrid and Barcelona aside and Munich, but whatever. Yeah, I don't know if you can say Barcelona right now. Yeah, probably not Barcelona. But like, you know, they're, they're in that like conversation, right? They can sure. hang with any of those teams. But guy 16 is Davidson Sanchez. Right. <laughs> right? Like 16 through 23, you guys are essentially a, you know, League Two team. I mean, maybe not that bad, but close. And so championship, sure. Like championship ish level. And like that's well, and that's happens. where the and that's where the money should come in, right? And and so I was glad that Harry Kane did not get sold because I like watching Harry Kane and there is a certain emotional attachment to Harry Kane at Tottenham. But at the same time, you have like 
we kind of have to recognize that that is how the business of European football works, where when Harry Kane has his most value is when you need to sell him in order to afford the younger or not the younger, the, like the depth guys, because Harry, selling Harry Kane would have gotten you what? Three solid depth guys, four solid depth guys, if not more. When they sold Gareth Bale, they brought in seven guys with essentially the Gareth Bale money. So if you say to yourself, like, okay, let's let's say he got sold for what were they talking about? 150 million pounds or something. I think that's what they asked, but it was realistically like 120, right? 120, okay, so 130, somewhere in there. Let's say it's 120 just because even numbers. Okay. If you bring in six $20 million players, then suddenly, you know. Like they brought in but, a Charleston anyways, right? Like you, but can not even that. Charleston. Like, why don't if you're going to sell him for again 120 million? We're just talking hypotheticals here. Why not go get a 60 million dollar guy? Alexander Isaac then, up at Newcastle could have been had for I think it was 44 or 54. Yeah. So you can there's there's possibilities where, and I don't think Harry Kane's going to go for the the assumption now is Harry Kane's gone this summer again, right? But he's going to no. be gone for. So, so what, what they've said is that he's just, he's done exploring the market. Like he's, he, he's, he's going full Harbaugh on it where it's like, I'm done twerking for the Minnesota Vikings slash um, nice. Manchester city. Carolina, Carolina, Carolina Panthers, Carolina Denver, Panthers Broncos. Denver Broncos, literally uh, Indianapolis, Indianapolis Colts, uh, New Orleans Saints, Houston uh, Texans. So I thought the last, <laughs> I thought the last, so the last thing I saw, I thought was that Manchester City was still very interested in buying him. But if he's, I mean, if he's not done, anymore, that's not, that's, not anymore. Okay, no way they are anymore. I mean, that's a they've huge, got a guy. That's a huge, yeah, good point. Uh, that's a huge missed opportunity to reset the coffers and to kind of re- like. I mean, I think I, Liverpool I, might. Like I, I wouldn't mind the Boston Red Sox using some of that uh, saved money from um, Mookie Betts slash Xander Gomez <laughs> slash literally any free agent JD in history. Martinez, JD yeah, Martinez, pick literally pick a guy from Boston um, because Heim Bloom is for the community. Don't tell me he's not a plant. Don't tell me he's not a plant. Heim Bloom is doing good things for all of baseball by not resigning any free agents for Boston. Yeah. Uh, the sigh you've heard is uh, is our is our good friend Ben who's come in because he, his ears were twitching that we were talking about baseball free agency and not soccer. Dear Lord! <laughs> in our start? defense, in our defense, we were talking about the Fenway Sports Group saving money by not signing Red Sox free agents there in order go. to sign Harry sign Harry Kane to Liverpool. Does but, Miguel Cabrera still play? Is he still around? Yeah, this year his okay. Wait, I have to. Go. Short tangent. His Baseball son is podcast. playing like oh, I saw his that son too. is playing like U eleven. Yes, his son is a solid like eight inches taller than the next like the next tallest kid. His son looks like he is legitimately my size. He's like five seven one sixty. He's Prince Fielder hitting him out with uh, Cecil back in the day. Yeah, that um, was ridiculous. He was on a little league field and hit a home run that was probably out in any in a major league in a major league stadium. Just. But- not, but not in uh, assorted random high school stadiums in in uh, Ohio. I don't know if you guys saw that going around, but like there's someone who like measured all of the walls of high school baseball stadiums in Ohio, and one of them was like 700 for some reason. Nice. <laughs> Which, like, I gotta tell you, that's not helpful for anybody. Like, <laughs> you're not doing anything. 
I, mean, I remember growing up, it was rare you got to play on a field that had a wall. It was just a big yeah. field that the ball would roll forever. Like if you got to play on the nice field with a wall, it was like a big deal. Yeah, our rival Loster was hilarious because Loster down the left field line didn't have a fence for a long time until they bought one of the like trans transportable ones. So like left field was like 700 feet and right field back up to the bleachers. So it was like 240 feet, but the bleachers are X feet tall. So you're basically playing on like the mini monster. Um, all of which is to say, dear listener, um, that soccer pitch that like I'm I'm a believer in this. Like baseball is not the one who's wrong. It's every other sport who's wrong. You should be able to determine your home your home field's dimensions. Like imagine if you're like uh you know you're a you're a scrappy team that's trying to avoid relegation and you run a crap ton. Like why wouldn't you make your field 200 yards? Or your whales, and you know your left winger is elite, so you make the left wing like seventy yards wide, and like the right wing is out like that 12. way. Yeah, <laughs> it's like you can Why put the goal, goal wherever you want. Right? Yeah, <laughs> it's like you know you have a terrible defense, so you just put the goals like really, really close to each other. You remember hearing the uh, how it was Benny Failhaber maybe who said when Jurgen Klinsmann was in charge, he somehow invented a game where there were four goals. And Love like it. he was having people train where like, for competing to, I don't remember the, the thing, Play but people cross, were like, what is yeah. going on? There was a, there's a game that was on like, you know, ESPN eight, the Ocho, um, where it's like, there are five goals and five teams going at once with one ball. Um, it, it's chaotic. It was really hard to follow. Um, I, but- I'm still a believer that we should make that Japanese game show into a real thing where it is the two pros or the three pros. Versus 100 children. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah, that would be fine. But anyways, like the 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 point is, is that you should be able to make your own dimensions. <clears throat> and if, for example, if, for example, you were a team that had, uh, you know, really, really effective defensive midfield play and no attacking prowess, maybe you make one of the goals huge and the other goals, you know, really small. And you just make sure that when the goal is huge, you're just trying to score as much as possible. And then, you know, you use your defensive midfielders to to choke people out. This is my very stilted way of saying, let's talk about leads. <laughs> we have to? Yeah, I think so. I mean, if we don't, there's not much. Like, we've, we've got three of our top, what, 15 guys there. Although, Brendan Aronson is having a bad month. I'm months. so sad about leads. They yeah. went from being, like, really fun to watch to now it's like, well, I guess I have to watch leads. Yeah. It, it, it reminds me a lot of, um, of of watching Chelsea, where it's like I don't want to do this. It's do I... worse though for some reason because like I've always hated Chelsea. It's just like I've had to root for Pulisic because it's yeah. like it's like watching Schalke or Bremen back in the day, but <laughs> like but there's three Americans on the team instead of one. So like if Bremen was playing at the same time as Dortmund, you could be like oh, I'll watch Christian, but now it's like I, I have, have to, to watch. I this. have to watch this, and it's like, and 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 Chris Richards isn't playing enough. Like I feel like Crystal Palace and Fulham and what? Leeds all play all right. at the same time. We need some kind of like deep dive into what happened to Chris Richards because he was like playing, he was starting, and then like gone. Like wasn't he was even on the well bench. too? Wasn't even on the bench. Yeah. Uh, like I don't know. Has he gotten back in since then? Like even as a sub. I think uh, he, I think he might have been like an 89th minute recently. 
Like, there's something there. And yeah, I something's up. Anything about it. Um. Yeah, but we, well, anyways, we should probably talk about like the headline of the week, right? Like that that Christian is back. Gio Reyna played 85 minutes in a Champions League game. We don't need to talk about who started. Doesn't matter. He played 85 minutes in a Champions League game, <laughs> and so I those think- are those are starters' minutes. So. So I I said something, tweeted out something a week or two ago that I think he's been passed by that uh, young English guy, Bino Gittens or whatever. Yeah. But I'm not sure they actually play the same position. Like, I think, I think Reyna maybe is battling more with like Royce and Brandt for yeah. that more central type position. And both of those guys, I mean, Royce is Royce. Like he'd probably get hurt, but he's amazing. Brandt has just been in a really good run of form. So I don't know. I think the thing is with, with, Geo is that because of his injury concerns and because they know that Bellingham is gone next year, I think yeah. that they really don't have any desire to really feature him. The the league is already done. They're not winning the Champions League. Like no, well, the league's not done. They're like two points behind it's Bayern. Bundes, it's Bundesliga. The league is done. Well, the league the league was done six months ago when Bayern I, I mean, decided I know, to be Bayern. I know Lucy's gonna pull the football away again, but maybe she won't. <laughs> She she will. I'm just I'm just telling you that she will. Like well, I, I mean, this is the worst run ever, right? Has Byron ever won the league this many years in a row? No, I can't think of anybody in any sport who has done this. I mean, UCLA so basketball in the 1960s. No, it was Kansas basketball uh, in the Big Twelve for like the last. Yeah, but that's years. the Big Twelve, right? But the Big Twelve is the Bundesliga. This is well established. Yeah, good point. All right, fair enough. Um, but like. I, I think they've won what eleven in a row, something like that. Something like it. It's like at least that sounds right. Um, and like it's 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 not so fun for me until you get days like today where it's like, oh, Bayern's a, a machine that grinds everybody into paste and death. And when they yes, do it to losing like losing, just makes me so happy. That's what I'm saying. Is that like when when it's when they do it to like Schalke and Matthew Hoppy is like there, you're like, oh, this is sad. But then they yeah. do it to PSG, and you're like, this is. Awesome. I, I find that I think I think I end up rooting for Bayern in many Champions League games because it's like I don't actively hate you. The Nazis hated you because they thought that you were Jewish, which makes me automatically like a vague fan. Um, sure. And like as one does. Yeah, sure. And then like, you know, they go out and they play PSG or they play Chelsea or they play, you know, Liverpool. And they're like, ah, 7-1. Fuck you. You're like, right. Man. They're when you're, they're playing in the Bundesliga, they're like the villain and you kind of dislike them. And then you put yeah. them among the actual like super the actual villains, villains. And you're like, oh, you're not that bad. No, it's like <laughs> Bayern, Bayern versus Barcelona. Cool. This one's okay. easy. I don't I don't have to think about this one. Like well, also Bayern like, plays Bayern Bayern plays like a fun, more fun type of sport because they actually want to score goals where everybody else wants to just kind of like choke you out. So it's yeah. not fun watching them beat up on a bunch of 12 year I mean, it would be a little fun to watch them beat up on a bunch of 12-year-olds. But, like, in theory, <laughs> it's not fun watching them beat up on a bunch of, like, people that aren't up to their standards. But oh. it is fun when they play guys that are up to their standards. And they're like, no, 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 we're just going to outscore you. We're going to choke you. For, like, the second tier, like, Champions League teams, like, your Dortmund or your, like, Sevilla or whatever. Yeah, and- definitely. But, like, once you're down to, like, the Blue Bloods, it's like, all right, fine. I guess Bayern. Yeah, I mean you're you're looking at like who's 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 left. Like you have Chelsea, hate them. Benfica could be fun. Milan, sure. hate them. Uh but I guess Dest, but like I don't he know. Doesn't he play. doesn't really Milan, play. So is Milan 
Milan's versus Zlatan is now though, right? Or is he? Yeah, on... but Zlatan, Zlatan doesn't play because doesn't he's play. 47 and tore his Achilles. Yeah, um, he's still there. Like, yeah, it's like Brian Diaz. Still, the, the longer he's there, the longer he's there, uh, the more chances there are that somebody puts a microphone in front of him, which is always Wait, fun. Can Bruges? we have a joint? Bruges is still alive in the Champions League. Uh, they that are. Can't be. They are. What? They are definitely not. I would look. I would. If I were you, I would look at the scores of the games in which they have participated uh, okay. against Benfica. Um, they. They. They, they are. They are done. Oh, so Benfica's alive too. Benfica's alive. Um, you know, Benfica, Benfica is alive at the expense of Bruges. <laughs> yeah, and like, I, I, like I guess Napoli technically, but like I actively dislike Napoli. Um, because yeah, they're pretty fun. They're, I mean, they're pretty fun this year just because they do they they're kind of bucking Serie A, uh, you know, established norms and kind of. I mean, they're also like kind of a Bundesliga team insofar as their goal seems to just be outscoring everybody else and not really are you defense. aware of how far ahead napoli are in the league in in syria yeah yeah it's i i was not aware that they were um 15, yeah they're running away with it oh wow no, i didn't know that the, either yeah they, they are they are who's the uh, coach there these days it's not sorry anymore he left a while back right uh yeah <laughs> it's probably sorry he's not there anymore yeah we all wanted Ooh. to but, but we're happy you did it um <laughs> They're... Oh yeah, Luciano Spalletti. Yeah, I'm not even sorry. Continue oh, I didn't do that one on purpose. I didn't do that one on purpose. But what you are going to do on purpose is watch Paramount Plus. Hey everybody, uh, is this a recorded ad read? It is. You have. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> do it again. No, just keep going. Just keep going. UEFA Champions League Soccer is streaming on Paramount Plus. Nine months of heart-stopping, hold-your-breath exhilaration is underway with the biggest stars, top teams, you'll note not Arsenal, and craziest fan bases across Europe. Watch every match from the group stage through the knockout rounds as Benzema and Real Madrid defend their title, no, against Liverpool, no, Man City, yeah, probably, Chelsea, no, PSG, come on. Barcelona, now you guys are clearly just messing with us. And more, Bayern, in soccer's biggest <laughs> club competition. So don't miss a single sweat-soaked second of regulation time, stoppage Moist. time, and extra time. And stream every match of the UEFA Champions League live exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Uh, we'll also note that you can watch Europa League and Conference League on, on Paramount Plus, but they're not going to advertise for that. Golazo. You know, in our recorded ad read, we don't mention that Serie A is on Paramount Plus, but it is. And that feels relevant given. <laughs> Frankly, everything. since Weston left, I just have been able to write that league out of my life and I'm okay with it. I, it's, it's, yeah. almost, it's almost nice that Des doesn't play because yeah. you're like, I don't have to do this at all. Yeah. Which is great. Um, I like, I don't, I don't really watch Spain. I don't really watch Italy. I get to watch premier league in Germany and it's great. Yeah, I catch, I catch a random Valencia game here and there. I watch Leeds. I sort of watch Fulham. Dortmund. Yeah. Fulham. I don't know what's wrong with me, but like Fulham isn't as exciting. I, I mean, I should, I think, but they're both defenders. I don't know. Yeah. I, I think like my having the, the added benefit of men or Solomon means that like, I enjoy Leeds yeah. a whole lot more. 
Um, but like, it's really hard to get stoked about like, like when Hoffenheim plays and you're like, man, I really hope John Brooks and Justin Che play today. Yeah, right. It's like, that's not fun. I don't want to do that. Somehow I like missed it. And when Fulham and Leeds played and I just saw that they'd played, I'm like, oh shoot, I missed it. And then I was like, whew, I didn't have to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, and like, it's a funny thing. Like we theoretically have some like fun players in, in our setup, but it's like, they're fun when, when like the, the nature and, and status of American soccer is not uh, solely on their shoulders. Like I love watching Tyler Adams play. I don't yeah. care who he's playing against. I love watching him play. Weston McKinney. I love watching play. Right. Uh, Aronson, when he's in a Red Bull slash leads ish setup, I really enjoy it because his pressing is a lot of fun to watch, but like, it's not fun to watch him press and then turn someone over and then sky the ball. When like, it's like, ah, if they get relegated, I am never going to hear the end of it. I actually thought he played okay last match, but like watching them, it feels so hopeless. Cause you're like, they're never going to score. Like there's no, like they were still running Bamford finally mercifully got hurt or something. So like, you don't have to watch him stumble around out there anymore, but that Ruder guy is a disaster. Like there's just like, <laughs> I probably told this before, but like there was an old comic I like called Foxtrot and there's a kid trying out for the baseball team. And the coach tells him that his go-to pitch should be a spitball. And he's like, but coach that could go anywhere. He's like freak chance is better than no chance, son. So (laughs) that's how it feels. Like maybe the lightning will strike and they'll score. Like Um, what do you think the date was? I mean, we're going to play again. What was the date that the last, the last time Leeds scored a goal in a win in the premier league? Oh crap! Uh, December eleventh, Liverpool. So that's gotta be that was right before this World Cup. So November. So November the game after the game after the Liverpool game, they beat Bournemouth four to three. Oh, okay. Since then, they have not scored a goal in a win. Well, have not won since then. They haven't won a no. They beat, what was the date? Oh, Southampton, Southampton. You're right. Outside of Southampton uh, last week or two weeks ago, um, they went four months without winning in the league. And that's not fun. Um, That's not fun at all. But like the good news is with Leeds. Yeah. The good news with Leeds is that like the nature of the bottom of the Premier League is so what it is that it like if you win two games, you're probably safe. Right, like they they're at twenty two. What what is it? What's the magic number? Thirty two, thirty five, maybe thirty five. Okay, so oh they God. they're they are not getting thirteen more points. Man. So I thought it was thirty six to guarantee it. Thirty two most years gets you through. You know what else so, kind of makes leads extra grim? Like already the relegation battle is just like it's just like stressful and not enjoyable. But also like their new manager Javi Gracia was Valencia's manager. And I remember hating Valencia when he was there with Musa. I'm like, really? You're hiring this? Like, I mean, at this point, you're just taking whoever will take the job, I suppose. But like, ugh, not great. Um, You know, but like, like, I I guess like the thing is, is like, because Tyler Adams is not a goal scorer and because Wes is only a goal, goal scorer on set pieces realistically at this point, like there's something fun about like, just like being like, okay, um, I'm going to watch a Big Ten game today, and I'm going to enjoy and appreciate proper gap fits, proper run fits, uh, and 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 gap gap uh, responsibility. And it's like, am I going to see any 50 yard uh, passes? No. Are you going to see any explosive runs? 
No. Am I going to watch sound defense? Yes. Yes, I am. Is my team going to lose? Probably. No, nobody wants to be an Iowa fan. And good blocking. Yeah, you're right. Nobody wants to be an Iowa fan. And that's what you've done, Leeds. You've gone from, um, oh, my God, you went from Iowa State to Iowa. <laughs> like, don't, never, you don't, don't want to never cross. Yeah, never cross the El, El Asico line. Yeah, and that's that's where we are. But um, the good news is, is that I thought Gio played really well. Like, I thought he looked really good. Christian did it, but he's back and Chelsea win. Um, don't worry about what he did in that game. But look, they don't score when he doesn't play. Yep. Um, you know, just just saying. So factually but, accurate. Um, it's factually accurate, Dave. <laughs> um, yep. But I think I think like especially since Reina played well, like that game was good. Like I'm happy with it. Like I I, I think that like Reina playing well probably makes me happier than any other individual player playing well because like I, I'm I'm at the point with Christian where it's like. He'll show up and the lights come on for the national team. I'm good with that. Um, but Reyna, it's like, I think I think he's he's the type of player who it's like, if he gets the run of, like, good run of form, then he's the type of player who, like, really takes us to an, another level. Um, but, you know, Reyna, Reyna playing well aside, like, I don't know, is there that much, like, excitement left in the Champions League for us? Like, Christian for 10 minutes at the end of games sometimes – um, I mean, Timmy Chandler, maybe Paxton Chelsea, is, Chelsea is so desperate for somebody to score and create chances. They might just throw him back in the starting lineup. Like, how do you spend half a billion dollars and suck that bad? It's a question. <laughs> um, so I, I, I don't want to like pump up soccer nomics cause they don't play, pay me any money, but like <laughs> there's, there's a whole thing in there about how like paying money in transfer market is a waste of time. Like it's not actually where you should spend your money. You should allocate your money on players right like you like not on fees but on players so like if someone's super expensive oh. it's it's not almost ever a good idea like juventus is, has started doing that because well they have to but like like <laughs> getting the money ball on, thing you pay you don't pay for past performance right you got to pay for future, future performance. performance yeah and so it's like like the whole theory is is that it's like you'd rather pay 10 million dollars for 10 versions of Min son than one $100 million version of a 30-year-old human. Well, and I know I know Liverpool hasn't been amazing this year, but, like, look at the guys they sign. It's usually not $120 million on somebody. It's, I, I, uh, I do need to point out here that you're, oh, they're not so great. They're having a tough time. They have a game in hand and are three points back from yep. uh, from top four. Oh, yep. really? Yeah. Yep. Wow. I mean, and, I know and, they massacred United. They're on. They're on a very good run right now, which is definitely helping. They were struggling earlier in this year, especially because Mo was not. Well, Darwin Nunez was not what they thought they paid for, which goes to this uh, conversation. And Mo was struggling, but you know, lately they've been playing really well. You know, there's another recent blue blood that I don't hate. Like, how do you hate him? Like, you may not be a Liverpool? fan, but like. Eh. I mean, there's a lot of reasons to hate Liverpool. They, 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 they cost. They, they uh, led to the worst club soccer feeling that I've ever had, which was uh, the Champions League loss. Um, obviously, you know, the worst one to pick Tottenham. You could have picked anybody. I, and here we are. <laughs> and here we are. But or like, you could have picked nobody. <laughs> I, 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 sh- I should have. I should have been Ben. I should have been soccer agnostic or club agnostic. I mean, um, yeah. Ben, that 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 statement goes for a lot of things in his life, and that's just <laughs> who he chooses to be. I mean, I, being a USMNT fan is pretty painful, but frankly, they only play once every few months. So, 
on the I paint mean, scale. It's not that bad. But like I, I said this earlier in the episode, but like you go through my list of teams that I support and it's like, none of this is that fun. It's like, yeah, it's super, it's a super big blast to be a Lions fan, guys. I enjoy every minute of that. Michigan uh, we are now football the favorite is doing to awesome. sign Le- we are the favorite to sign Lamar Jackson. Yeah, right. Can you read that 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 text message in our group chat? Because it's one of the funniest text messages, or or paraphrase it. I, I won't say who it's from, but it was like it like like the comment was like, Yeah, we could sign Lamar Jackson, but then we have to trade Jared Goff. But who would trade for Jared Goff when you can just go and trade for Lamar Jackson? <laughs> this doesn't make sense. Why yeah, would I we sign him? Because nobody uh, wants to give him a guaranteed contract, so the league is colluding against him. It's ridiculous. And, and I quote, God, this is all so stupid. If you sign Lamar, you have to trade Goff. And who the hell is trading for Goff if you can get Lamar for not much more? Lamar <laughs> is two years younger than Goff, one of the few QBs younger and better than Goff. <laughs> um, sure, let's keep talking about something that will never happen, LOL. You know, the Lions are in, like, prime position to hurt everyone again. Like they okay. go on a run, they're like, we're an up and coming young team. Everybody's talking yeah. positive about them. And then they're going to like lose to a shit team by 30 points on week one. Just to like play week one. Uh, uh, Greg, can we, can we, can we find out who the Lions? Oh, we don't know yet. They don't, they don't release the schedule. Like, who was the, the first game of the, like the Matt Patricia era? Remember it was like Sam Darnold Jack. put up like 40 yep, points Jack. on this or something. Yep. 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 Start. Yep. On his first pass, he threw a pick six, and we're like, hell yeah. And it was on Monday Night Football. We're like, hell yeah. Lions are back, baby. And then we lost by 40. Uh, let me tell you about that. That game happened the same weekend as a Michigan State versus Arizona State game in Arizona. I was oh, yeah. in Arizona at the time. That means that weekend I watched Michigan State lose 10-7 to against Arizona State, somehow against Jaden Daniels, who is not yet done in college. He has been there for 18 years. Um and uh, and then Monday Night Football was that. And then it was great. I had a blast again. But like the point is like with Tottenham, with the U.S. men's national team, like none of this is fun. Like I should just I, what I really should do is I should go be, um, you know, a Michigan basketball fan because they are absolutely going to hang a banner this year. The Lions first game is at the Bears. Are we oh, ready for be random rookie football. quarter but, or for Justin Fields to. Justin Fields is going to rip apart the quote new look. Lions secondary, unquote. On the bright side, I'm pretty sure he can't throw, and they're going to waste two years of their lives trying to figure that out. But I'm 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 pro Justin Fields. I like Justin Fields, but like oh, he's really fun to watch. I just don't think he can throw very well. I mean, who among sure. us? Who among us? Um, but anyways, so uh, elsewhere in the U.S. men's national team land, um, Taylor Booth was looking great. He got hurt. Johnny Cardozo was looking great. He got hurt. Uh, Ryan Reynolds looks great. Um, Daryl DK Westerlow though. Yeah, I don't. Um, apparently, uh, Daryl DK, I think has scored like two goals in three games. Um, he scored two in like 10 minutes or something like a, a couple weeks ago. Right. Yeah. I, I think like, it's, it's a funny thing with like our, with our setup because everybody was so young and so bunched up together. Like sometimes you forget certain people. Like if we had had an informed championship level striker, um, going into the world cup, he would have started. Because we had a semi-informed championship striker, and he became our starter. Like, no problem. Um, and so, like, I'm, I'm still pretty in on Daryl DK. Um, I'm pretty out on Ricardo Pepe. I don't, I don't know why. I, I don't think I ever was huge on him. When does, um, when does the March lineup drop? I assume next week. We play at the end of the month, right? Like the 27th and the 30th. It sounds right. 
Um, and so, uh, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, 27th and 30th, because I am going to be on my way back from New York. So we are going to be very delayed on that uh, recording. Um, dear listener, uh, that was that was for you, not me just realizing it in 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 the moment. Um, yeah, but- that was not show notes. No, it's fine. Um, but like, I think, I think like going through it, like you have to sort of say to yourself, like, we are now what we are now three years away from the next world cup. We are heading into the summer with a coach. Who's not a coach, a sporting director who maybe just got hired. I guess we should talk about Gooch, right? So, yeah, like, I don't know what to say because like, he maybe seems like a good idea. I know he's like an assistant director for like a European team, but like, he still seems a little too in the club. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like my thing is, is that I didn't hire my brother. I hired my cousin. Like (laughs) like, to me, it's like, no, we didn't hire anybody who was, who was, you know, part of our incestuous little club. I mean, I've only known Oguchi Onwenu since I played with him in the, in the, in the national team. As opposed to everybody else who's like, oh, yeah, I grew up, I went to the same daycare in, you know, Passaic, New Jersey, because everybody is from Passaic, New Jersey. Um, So, like, at, at the very least that, like, I don't think he's from New York, New Jersey, which is nice. He's from Washington, D.C. So, like. That's that's so far away. Great. That is an entire that's a whole Amtrak train away. We were going to make the same joke. Excellent. Um, Like. Cool. You know, w- would it be nice if, like, maybe one time we hired someone from, like, I don't know, Southern California? Maybe. I was going to say, is it is it kind Texas? of an indictment that all of our best, uh, I guess not all of our best, but, like, the hub of American soccer for a long time was New Jersey and then, like, kind of Columbus, Ohio? Couldn't it be like, Florida, Georgia, Texas? Southern California, like any of these. You're, you're telling me there's not one like up and coming GM type in Liga MX. Like, yeah, not one. Not one. I mean, my 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 favorite thing about it is that it's like okay, like you look at our best players now, right? Like let's let's go through it, right? Christian Pulisic, a Sela Corridor. Gio Reyna, a Sela Corridor. Uh, Tyler Adams, a Sela Corridor. Uh, Tim Weah, a Sela Corridor. Yunus uh, Musa, not from America. Sergio Dust, not from America. Jedi, not from America. If you are getting a freaking theme here, it's that all of our best players are from either the Acela Corridor, not America, or Missouri, which doesn't exist. Well, McKenny's from Texas. McKenny's from Texas. But again, didn't grow up in America. He grew up uh, in Germany. Slash Germany. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, Matt, Tur- where's Matt Turner from? Oh, he went to like he's he's from up there as well because he went to like like uh what was it like, Fairleigh Dickinson? Yeah, like a little tiny college in <laughs> northeast somewhere. Everybody is from the Acela Corridor or not here, and except for Josh Sargent, who's from I know it's not Branson, Missouri, but it's Branson, Missouri. Like, well, frankly, uh, if you, like 150 years ago, that was the Wild West. So we're slowly yeah. moving that way. Like, like in a hundred years, maybe from. Park Ridge, New Jersey. Excellent. Excellent. Why wouldn't he be? Good night. Oh, Cameron Carter Vickers, not from America. He's getting called <laughs> up, right? Yeah, he has to. He's the starter. He, like, he has to be a starter. Him and Reem have to be the starters. I mean, you would think. Like, I, I think. You say that, yeah. Although, I don't know. Like, again, like, I don't watch, uh, I don't watch Gank or whatever, but like, Mark McKenzie starts every game. 
for the best team in in that league. Like I don't, I don't. At some point, like his mistake against Mexico, yeah, by like far. Um, I think, really? I think, I think okay. they're like ten points up on Bruges. Is that right? Oh wow, I thought it was Bruges. I, I mean, Bru- Bruges is the best program, but like I think, I think Gank is up by like ten. Yeah. Okay. So I'll vamp. Um, but like, I, I assume that McKen- like if I were pick- calling it up, right. And you call up five central defenders, it's Zimmerman, Reem, Richards, uh, Carter Vickers and, and McKenzie. Eight or four. They're up eight on Union Saint, whatever the hell it is. Bruges is actually fourth. Miles Robinson doesn't get a call yet. Is I, no. <laughs> Does his knee work? I don't know. I don't know what's up with me, but like, I have zero interest in watching MLS this year. Like, Same. I just haven't, I haven't watched a minute of it. Like I have a, an eight-year-old son and he's really into the Red Wings right now. So like we typically have oh, yeah. that on at night. The only time I like, I guarantee I'm going to watch soccer is Saturday morning. Like, yeah, it's, it, I, I think like for me, it's like, I, I watch recorded games a lot, right? Like, cause like my kids go to sleep and my wife goes to sleep and it's like, I have an hour, right? Like mm-hmm. I'll like watch highlights or um, you know, like I watch a lot of like extended highlights cause that's what I have. Um, but like, if I was going to sit down and watch 90 minutes of soccer, it's not going to be Austin FC versus Violetta or <laughs> yeah. Why not? I mean, you know, uh, oh, we should talk about them bringing dishonor upon us. <laughs> um, like that sucked. Don't do that. And like, I blame MLS, like to be, to, to be honest, like, it's like, this is what happens when you have, you, you only have, you're allowed you're only allowed to have 20 scout salary cap players. Like that's bullshit. Yeah. This is what happens. Don't do that. Um, like if, if, if you're serious about, about being a, a, like a big boy league, like you got it, you got it. Like even if, even going up to 30, right. Like a pair and a spare for every position. Like it's, it's not that hard. 27 squad players. Like that's not, that difficult to, 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 to go two, three deep at most positions. And yet here we are. Like, it's, it's just like, it's so dumb and it's so predictable. Um, it's not like, it's not like, and the, uh, it's not like MLS games were getting amazing ratings when they were on ESPN and Fox and whatever, but like, who's watching anymore? I have no idea. Like, I Evan. don't even have the app. Like, I assume at some point, maybe I'll download the Apple TV app to watch a game, but like, I haven't even, I haven't even like looked at it. I mean, I, I watched a game that was on like the first game of the season I recorded and watched on Fox. I might actually pirate games just because I don't want to download the app. Yeah, that's fine. That's <laughs> I don't like know a... if anybody's pirating. I don't know if anybody's streaming MLS games, but like, at least I don't have to go find a new app or like install it on my TV or whatever. I mean, like the whole thing is like, I get it. I get why they did that. But what you've done is you've like made it very simple for, for a lot of us, which is like, I have USA Network, I have NBC, I have, you know, Univision or whatever. Like, I'm just not going to watch MLS. Like, it's just like, why? I mean, five years ago, I would 100% have like found a DC United game to watch that like, like 16 year old center back. That's I can bony. Sure. That guy. Yeah. But like. Now I just kind of like see if anybody tweeted about him. <laughs> like my my view of him is like, okay, um, well, is he like he's starting? That's great. That's awesome. He's 16. That's great. That's awesome. He didn't get he didn't go to the U17, so I didn't watch him. And it's like I will watch him 
uh, at the U-17 World Cup, or I will watch him when he's on the U-20s, or if he gets or called up. Gets but like, by, or when he gets purchased by Dortmund. <laughs> or when he gets purchased by Dortmund, and, and, and then we can go from there. But like, I just like, to me, it's like, there are so few players in MLS who I, who I actively want to watch. And it's not like, it's not like there's like an FC Dallas situation where it was like Pepe and Ferreira and Paxton Pomacall for that, like 10 minutes where they were all healthy. Like, it's just like, okay. This cool. is going to sound terrible too, but like I saw that the Ferreira scored two goals in a game and I just kind of rolled my eyes. I'm like, it is, there, like, there is no score like, in a league that like yeah. I care about. Like, <laughs> and like it's it's I'm not even being like like in in, in uh, a Euro snob here when I think about it like but like to me it's like Jesus Ferreira scoring in MLS feels a lot like uh Jimmer Fredette putting up 50 in China right Crash like, Davis hitting home runs in the minors. yeah you're just like uh, okay I know Excellent. that you're too good Excellent for this reference. league right like we are all aware that you are too good for this league and realistically you should not be you you should not be hanging out with Tim Robbins and Susan Sarandon, right? Like that's, that's helpful <laughs> for nobody, but here you are hanging out with Tim Robbins and Susan Sarandon. Um, Tim Robbins among the least athletic actors I've ever seen, by the way. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, it was awful. I mean, he's, 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 he's not, I, I, Kevin Costner did a lot in that movie. Well, um, I mean, there's certain guys like Burt Reynolds. You're like, oh yeah, you were an athlete. Like yeah, even like sure. Adam Adam Sandler, you're like, okay, you Adam like, Sandler is a good athlete, as it turns like, out. Some yeah. guys be like, have you incredibly been, surprising, but have yeah. you thrown a ball in your life? Like this is embarrassing. There's always that like that that video image or that video that goes around of like the guy like at football practice. I don't know what show it was, but it's like it's like awful. And it's Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's some like some CW thing is yeah. like this kid has clearly never thrown a football <laughs> in his entire life. And like and we're not talking about like, oh, like that's not the proper form to throw a football. You're throwing a baseball. Like like the way you're throwing that is like a baseball throw, right? Like I'm not that's not the you're level we're at. Like, grenade. You're not throwing a ball. Right. Like like there was there was um I think it was in Friday Night Lights. I think um uh, Matt Saracen. Yeah, Matt Saracen. If you watch him throw, you're like, oh, you're a baseball player. Like you don't actually know how to throw a football. You're you're throwing a baseball, and you, like you can tell because it's like a lot of it was like overhand and not. He wasn't like pulling the light bulb, so it wasn't spinning it was like pop. yeah, right, like stuff like that. And like I'm not I, I'm not asking athletes to be good at multiple multiple sports. It's just like have you gone out into a yard or park or whatever or street and thrown right. a football? And the answer is for my, many of them, no, you have not. <laughs> um. Or kick to soccer. Which is why, which is why everybody loves them is great because those are all college baseball players converted to actors or in the case of McReynolds was in him or, uh, well, he played minor league baseball and so did McReynolds. McReynolds was like a double A player. Really? Before he, yeah, he was a child actor, wanted to play. He played like Arizona State, thought he was going to make the show, got hurt and then it went back to acting. I mean, I, I will say in that movie, which is a great movie, and we're going to talk about baseball in this episode, apparently. Um, like, he does have great, great form uh, for, for, for like, like his, like, you know, the whole, like, chopping wood as a metaphor for swinging a baseball bat. But he actually, like, he actually had, like, the, the axe. Um, but what, what I really do want to say about all of this is that Christian Pulisic is back, everybody, and everything is good in the world. And don't, don't worry about anything else, right, Ben? Correct. <laughs> uh, because or something 
because this is not a baseball podcast. Uh, it is a once a week soccer podcast, apparently. I can talk Although, most sports somewhat intelligently, but baseball, uh-uh. I think uh, the, tennis. We're we're, oh, we're in a yeah we're in a baseball uh, mood because our our joint fantasy baseball league drafts in what uh, six days. Oh, tennis has been the yeah. same three players for the last twenty years, so that's pretty easy. Is it still Bjorn Borg? Yes. Yes. Special you thank it. you to all of our, our panelists and, and show runners and good guys. You can find Ben at halfspaces.com. Is there, is there any uh, writing going up on halfspaces.com? There is not. My life is a disaster right now. Uh, you can <laughs> find all of Ben's uh, thoughts at BL Herald. Um, <laughs> you can find my uh, co-host, uh, Napoleon Gregg, at Mr. Mojo Rising 89. You can find me uh, on the uh, main account at TLSTDS. I'm on, I have a personal account, Diamonds Esquire. You can follow it. I don't tweet all that much from it. I've started utilizing the main account for my basketball thoughts as well, because, um, you know, I can't stop myself. Um, Great. Hey, we, we, we will be on uh, the Instagram uh, just around the same time that uh, Juwan Howard wins a game in the NCAA tournament. Um, we believe that is coming soon. Uh, been a rough year. He's bad. What at are you going to do if he actually does? He's bad at coaching. He's not going to. Sure. Um, well, no, it's the whole like football basketball thing. They're inverse. Like when one team gets good, the other team falls apart. So it just like. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Um, so uh, Juwan Howard, bad at coaching. Um, but uh, you uh, special thank you to our sponsors, Smith Workforce Management Group, whoever Blue Air decides to put in, Paramount Plus. And oh, I didn't do this in the beginning, but so overalls, come on, get at us. Um <laughs> You uh, please like, subscribe, share, tell your friends, tell your enemies, tell your local baseball uh, radio host. Um, obviously, dear listener, we couldn't and wouldn't do this without you. So thank you so much. And we will see you next time. Podcast Network.